Man, you could tell that today was leading up to a holiday weekend, man. The show was all over the place, but it was a blast. Got a little goofy. Uh when the intern's lunch was fun, once we finally got the phones to work. That's what we kept hanging up on poor Edna. We had a very fun talk about who we would like to have to our Thanksgiving dinner. That is right. And we also did other things. Well, we finally got you a tad baptized to Ohio State Michigan. Oh, that's right. Yes, I learned. I got a hot dose of sports info this morning. You needed it. But uh, that's in our bonus track at the end of the podcast. It all happens right now. Kelly and Woods. I got yelled at by HR. That's what we have up first in today's HR Files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Oh, my. Now, let's get to it. Mm-hmm. And he, I've always said this. If I ever get in any sort of trouble with HR, I take it to the airwaves. I'm, a, I'm an open book, Kelly Jordan. You yes, know you this. are. Now, I've gotten in trouble because apparently I'm not telling my company no and turning down things in a proper legal way. Okay. So, Brian Zenzen, without being an HR nerd, explain what I was supposed to do. Well, first off, I never yelled at you. I maybe made sideways (laughs) comments towards your ability to do so. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we have the uh, just the distinct privilege of being in our open enrollment period right now at work. Which I did, by the way. Thank you. Yes, Kelly, thank you. Let's give a round round of applause. You didn't do it in time. In fact, you lost insurance last year, right? I was without health insurance for like a month. I didn't even know. (laughs) Solid. (laughs) And And I... Saved you. You, you, you did, I, 100%. Yes, I found my God, that. and thank God you did. Can you imagine my wife gets cancer and I don't have health insurance? That would have oh been bad. Would, it wouldn't have been good. But here's no. my thing. I don't get insurance through this company. My wife has phenomenal insurance that we get through her work. Good for her? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'll work nice. Why Maybe do I have to tell her? you guys to go get bent? So, under the law, we have to offer you insurance and it has to be affordable. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote affordable being deemed off the IRS. Good luck with that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, <laughs> make more money, Kelly. I don't know what to tell you. Pay me more. You're in HR. Give me a raise. Damn. What the hell? We have to offer you insurance. If you are not, if they audit us and they say, hey, Matt Wood's not on insurance, why isn't he on insurance? Well, we offered it to him. Where's your proof? Ooh, so I was getting you in trouble with the oh, gun. No, not quite. I Ooh, mean, it's, it's not like, so fun when the bunny's got the gun. <laughs> that's a that's a, a right, backstop so for us. That if we were ever to get audited and they say, "Hey, show us everybody that qualified for benefits," I run a report. Okay, show me their opt out. Show mm-hmm. them saying no to health insurance. So it's not us saying, "Yeah, health insurance is actually very expensive, and we only want to offer it to fifty out of our two hundred full time employees." Okay, so it's just kind of an it's a it's a got your back type of thing but i'm also on people to do their open enrollment because like in a kelly situation they will lose their health insurance at the start of the year it just makes my job more difficult and Mm -hmm. i don't need that i felt so stupid last year last year honestly the whole health insurance thing was a turning point in my life oh there we go i was because i was like i got kids who depend on me right to be able to go to the dentist or go you know whatever and here's stupid old dad ah this doesn't apply to me I had to knock you down a couple pegs, uh, <laughs> paraded you around the hallway. Hey, this guy didn't do his open enrollment. Now, for honestly, how much of your job is tracking down morons who just haven't done paperwork? Well, we don't have morons. Yeah, we do. Would we have employees? A lot of morons. Did you this, hear I just lost my health insurance for a month last year? <laughs> it's a lot of it is uh, following, just following up, circling back. I love because that as word. an HR person, I thought most of your stuff would be you know breaking up love triangles at <laughs> work. And dealing with that kind of stuff. It's it's not paperwork uh, stuff. Not nearly as romantic as you make it out to be. (laughs) No. No.
Well, because all it the depends mess- on the love triangle, I guess. <laughs> that's the thing. A lot of the messages that we come in that come in yeah. to the Kellywood Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. page, we can't take to the airways. Like you've had a bunch where you've been like, "Look, we can't talk about this one on air." I, I mean, I will tell you, it gets wild. It gets wild out there. It's amazing what people would love to share <laughs> yeah. about their workplace on air, and there's some that we can't with lawyers and HR and stuff. Yeah, and thankfully, I like in my job, it's. It's not all, oh, you know, the world is on fire every day. It does happen. But after a while, I think I am on almost 10 years of HR, nine, it'll be nine years. Not a lot surprises me anymore. All right, I'm going to put you to the, t- the the fire here. Okay. What is the worst situation you've ever been involved in as an HR person? I can't get in. I can't get into Come it. Come on, dude. You can no, we'll I can't. everyone's name out of it. <laughs> no, I can't. Why? Was it you a gotta, love triangle? You, you, God. <laughs> okay. Thank you for not bringing that up on the air. That was a good call on your part. Forever unclean. It's one of, like it's one of those things where you just like you go home and you're like, can't you just can't we just all get along? Um, that pen and company. Ain't but that gone. was uh, that was in the that was in the early days. That was like I said, if that's nine years, that's probably about eight years ago. So okay. oh man, I I'm glad uh, those. <laughs> I'm glad those situations are behind me. Knock on whatever this surface is made of. Well, Brian, always a pleasure to have you in here for the HR file. Kelly and Wood. At a Thanksgiving food fight, which food makes the most mess? Ooh, come on now. Okay. That's a good one, Brian Riley. We'll see who wins in today's round of The The Feud. One lost. Yes, two oh, yeah. weeks in a row. Just mm-hmm. respect. Lost a little bit of dignity along with it. Kiss mm-hmm. the ring. But I think that this this should be a walk in the park. Okay, really, for either one of us. Um, uh, first one that comes to mind. And what was the question one more time? We asked 100 people at a Thanksgiving food fight which food makes the most mess. Okay. I'm gonna go right out the gate. Mashed potatoes. Mm. That's the number one answer. Yeah. Only can go down from here. I think that would be a good one. I don't know if that's making the biggest mess, but hey, the number one's the oh. number one answer. To me, I'm looking for stainage power. Mm. In okay. Can I hear that question one more time, Brian? We asked 100 people at a Thanksgiving food fight, which food makes the most mess? That cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. You sling that bad boy. One, it's leaving one. a stain. Good one. It's on the list. Yes, yeah. It's on the list. Now, let me ask you this, and I'm not going to say this one, but I need some clarification. Are potatoes and yams the same thing? Absolutely not. Okay. They are not the same thing. Okay. Low-hanging fruit, but... (laughs) I want to win. Should I say low-hanging gourd? (laughs) I don't care about winning with style. I just want to win. Fair enough. Uh, Then I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say yams with the marshmallows on top. That's not on the list. That was going to be my next one. Okay. Probably because well, people don't like to eat those. You, Wood. I took now, a bullet for you, Can I hear that question phrased again, please? At a Thanksgiving food fight, which food would make the most mess? Okay, I'm glad you, you worded it like that, because I was going to go with a different answer, but I'm, okay. I'm coming back home. How about this? You don't want it to be a little dry. How about that gravy? Oh, I was going to say Look that Look out, Mima. Shoot. That's the number two answer. Hey, I was going to say gravy. I dig Shoot. Okay. Now, no pressure. You do have a strike against you. I do have a strike against you. How many answers are left? There is three full answers left. Because turkey's not going to be on. Turkey doesn't really make a mess. No. Um, What else is there that's sitting... 
I want to say green bean casserole, but okay, I, because there's like soup in there and well, something to go with it. Yeah, but now but the stakes are high for me. Yeah, do you need me to read it one more time just to really get one your more brain time, going? Let me think a little longer. All right, we asked a hundred people at a Thanksgiving food fight which food would make the most mess. No pressure. People are talking politics because I feel like I feel like there's some things at my Thanksgiving dinner table that are only it. So I don't. I'm looking for mass appeal. I'm going to help you out. Pickle rolls not on the list. Pickle, right? pickle wraps are not, and those don't make a mess. No, I catch all those with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that audio, please. <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is not on the list. I I thought that would have been on there. It's not on the list. I'm tapped out then. So how about this? You're you're forgetting the easy one, man. What? Pumpkin pie. Throw that thing as a pie. I don't like pie. That's why. I don't ever think of it. Pie is on the list. There you go. I got two more. If you want to guess. Let's see see if you can run the board. All right. I don't know. Corn? Just because it would be tough to pick up? Nah, that's an X. Yeah, you could throw that. Okay. X for you. Right. What else you got? I'm trying to think what else she got there. Uh, a stuffing? I mean, stuffing would kind of splatter and go. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be throwing my uh, White Castle stuffing, but stuffing is on the list. Yeah. One more. One left? There's one left. One left. So See if I can get close it, this one out. I was thinking, because it's food, so it can't be like wine or something, which would R- cause an absolute yeah. mess. Wine, beer. You know what? I'm going to say it because it's the only thing I can think of that's left. Turkey. Kelly Jordan did say that out loud, and he would have gotten it right. That's, oh, that's on the board. It's on the board. the board. Turkey doesn't make a mess when you throw it. That's three weeks in a row you guys have said an answer in Family Feud. Yeah, I can't believe that. Well, you know what, though? How can I be mad at the Thanksgiving feud? In the spirit of giving, <laughs> Kelly. Come I, to my table let me throw some yams at you. I give you another win, Wood. Right. Thank Kelly you. Wins, big bag five of questions. Wood wins today's right, round here we go. Up. I've got a yeah. bunch of questions that people have sent in over the years, whether it's the Instagram, Facebook, texting in, whatever, and I've been keeping a list for just this reason. Okay. One to 132. All right. Pick a number. Is this a, is it going to be Thanksgiving-based? Uh, maybe. Who knows? All right. Uh, 78. All right. Uh, this one coming in from Sandy in Sauk Rapids. Very, actually, kind of somewhere. I, you know, I'm going to twist this a little bit. It says, who would you like to, anyone famous to have dinner with? I'm going to say Thanksgiving with. Okay. All right. I keep it in the season. Dead or I, alive? I'm going to make a rule here, though. Yes. No family members. That's too easy. Okay. And no religious figures. Yeah, because I'd love to have my dad back for Thanksgiving. Right. That's thanks, too Thanks easy. for bringing up a painful memory, Wood. No, don't blame me. Miss you, Dad. Blame Sandy and Saw Rapids. Well, I'll blame cigarettes, actually. I'll blame Cool 100s. <laughs> cool. Ooh. Oh, no, Salem's. That's what he smoked. Ooh, Salem's. I don't know if that's better or worse. I didn't, they, were, they were menthols. They were terrible. Anyway, all right. So anybody famous, dead or alive, to ask over for Thanksgiving dinner? Yes. Now, one jumps straight to mind for me. But it's the sports world. Okay, that's all right. I would love to have Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean... That would be cool to talk to him. His impact, not only in sports, but also in the the political world there for a little bit. His outspoken stuff about the war and the Vietnam and just his impact. I still remember to this day when he lit the light... Uh, the, the torch at the Atlanta oh, Olympics. Oh, yeah, and he had, like, Parkinson's at the time. And it was one of those moments. It was like, wow. I mean, just for all he accomplished, yeah. good and bad. I mean, you know, he was pretty outspoken at times. I think he would be a – and he was incredibly funny, too. Uh, I think he would be a blast to have at dinner. That That's a good one for me. What, what do you got, Brian Riley? Who would you invite? Dead or alive, famous? Oh, man. If I had to pick one person to bring to Thanksgiving, I would – 
This is gonna. I would bring a competitive. I bring William uh, Perry, the fridge. Oh, refrigerator wow. Perry. Yeah, just because I want to see how much they eat. Is he still sitting. alive? I think so. I think so. But you know what's crazy? He was one of the first football players to break the three hundred pound mark. And now that's just common, right? It's yeah. incredibly common for offense and defensive linemen. I think the University of Florida has a kid who's like four hundred and twenty pounds. Oh, good it's insane. lord. It's the insane. The size of football players over the past couple of years has just exploded. Can you imagine getting hit by one of those guys? No. The, the, I actually thought about this the other day watching football. It's so normal for us just to, oh, someone's down and hurt. Yeah. Blow a whistle. Everyone else stands around, drinks water while they some, may have a very serious injury. Yeah. Gets them up, carts them off. Back to back it. to the game. It's crazy, which is funny too. Because if if one of us sustained one of those injuries that these guys sustain on a you know weekly basis, it would take us out probably for the rest of our lives. I forget what player it was, but it was a player who said, "I rem- I finally learned football was a business because they got hurt, and it was a neck injury." Yeah, and they boarded him up and everything, and he comes off. He gives everyone the the, the thumbs up, and everyone like claps. Yeah, and he says, "As soon as I hit the tunnel, they blew the whistle, the whistle and started blown. playing again." Yeah, and. It, <laughs> He's just, I was a product. Yeah. I just, everybody I, is. Everybody's a product. If That's you have crazy. a job, you're a product. You know what mine would be right off I guarantee the bat. it's not sports. No, it's not sports. Uh, there's no one that I care about in sports, but this is someone I would love to have for dinner. Well, since my baby left me, will I find a new place? I would love to have Elvis. I would love to talk to Elvis on a one on one thing. That would be a really good one. I feel like he would be a guy, you know, just a normal dude, really, who just happened to be the one of the biggest stars of all time. And the stories he would have. Yeah. I, and, and I hated the Elvis movie. I'll be honest. I absolutely hated that movie. I You can't. You can't cover Elvis's life in an hour, in 90 minutes. And by the way, he didn't go into the military because he was going to be arrested because of shaking his hips. That was false. Also, his... his Here we go. <laughs> hey, I let you talk about Ohio football for like 45 minutes <laughs> earlier today. football. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No one cares. <laughs> also... He, his 68 comeback special was not supposed to be a Christmas special that he just changed at the last second. No? No, you can't. So he's just going to build some sets out of thin air all of a sudden. It, it was just, it, that movie sucked. Wow. I, I will agree with you, though. I think it would have been better as like a 10-episode series on HBO or Netflix or something well, like well, that. And I understand that they have to, you know, they have to jazz it up so mm-hmm. that we're all interested. But golly. But do you? I mean, but, you're talking about Elvis. That's true. I watched tons of Elvis documentaries and movies. I'm a huge Elvis fan. Would you watch that with Elvis? The movie? Yeah. Would you watch it? Absolutely, because I'd be like, tell me where they screwed up. Tell me where they made you look way worse than what you actually were. Just wanted him to say thank you very much after you serve him some, <laughs> some turkey. That's about it. Corey just texted him, thanks a lot, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> point. What, about uh, the Elvis movie? Yeah. Don't, Corey, don't worry. It's all fake. Oh, you want, no. you want, Corey, you want wow. some Elvis info? Give me a call. We'll chat. Uh, Pam texted in a really good one. Betty White for Thanksgiving. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be great. Uh, Laura texted in, I'd have Robin Williams over. Carly said Michelle Obama. I don't want to do political stuff, though. Mm-hmm. But Michelle would have some other stuff to talk. Like, what's it like she's being like in the She's like a humanitarian, though. She's, she's yeah. that's true. She's very much. But she's all nutrition based. Everything else, she'd be oh, like, that's true. Yeah, she would she's be like, there's too much, like, too much butter in these potatoes. Why don't you have a carrot? I'm like, why don't you hit the door? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, you know what would be another good one in the music world? Huh? What about Ozzy Osbourne? Nah, pass. See, uh, to me, you want to talk about a guy who would have some stories if he could remember them. Yeah, that would be the same thing with uh, you know somebody from like the Rolling Stones or something like. Just that. have the whole band, like Motley Crue, the whole band come to your. See, no, I don't, I, I don't want all that. Oliver! 
They would set your couch on fire. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want them right, doing drugs in the bathroom and doing rails off my toilet seat. I don't want that. Other people texted in. Uh, what about like Kid Rock? If I felt like Kid Rock, I would be gone by three o'clock. We'd be at a bar somewhere. Sometime. Oh yeah, he would be out there with me. Cause I, trust me, tomorrow when I get my turkey going at nine a.m. On the pellet grill, I'm cracking a beer. I can see Kid Rock out there with me, 9 a.m. drinking a beer. Spilling a beer in there? Actually, it'll be a nice hard tea. Thank you very much. Uh, other text. Marlene says, Reba or Dolly? That's a good call. Oh, heck yeah. Ooh. I can wear that Reba McIntyre jacket. Tracy, good call. I think it'd be awesome to have Kevin Hart and The Rock over at the same time. Oh, that'd be great. That would be uh, too good. Other ones, Princess Diana. That's a good one. Oh, how about Thanksgiving football with John Madden? Come oh, on. Well, that Even I would enjoy that. Uh, Jeanette texted in Johnny Cash. Uh, a ton of people texting in uh, the godfather of country rock, Michael Nesmith. Okay. I don't know about that one, but yeah, uh, hey, sure. good for you. Michael Nesmith, he was in the the monkeys, wasn't he? Michael Nesmith? I think he was the one in the monkeys. Mm, let me see. Okay, well, I derailed this 100%. Jerry said on. Carrie Underwood. Okay. All right, we'll end on that one. We'll end on a high note. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Whittledale gives the story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score. Put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Missouri, my friend. That's where we have 30-year-old Michael Lloyd. Mizzaloo trash. Okay, sure. Well, he was in the need of a little bit of money, apparently. That's because he walked into a Bank of America armed with one thing, Kelly Jordan. A gun? A pen? And his birth certificate. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. Well, that's when he walked up to the teller, wrote down, give me all your money now on the back of his birth certificate. <laughs> As you can Why imagine. You even, hold on. Point of order, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to interrupt. Why would you even have that on you? Like, who carries their birth certificate ever unless you're going to get a passport? Great question. Are your driver's license? You would think that's for the old uh, social security box or (laughs) uh, whatever. Uh, Anyways, well, obviously the teller's like, sure, cool. Here's the money. Gave him $754. And Lloyd then quickly fled the scene. Well, he jumped into his girlfriend's black Dodge Ram and sped away. But as he was leaving the scene, he drove by police officers. Headed towards the scene of the crime. That's when Lloyd jumped on his cell phone and called his girlfriend and said, Hey, be cool. Can you call your truck in stolen? She said, What's going on? Well, it's because he was literally driving it at the time. Well, he then got nervous that he would be caught and started throwing the money out the window. All $700 of it. As you can imagine, a police officer driving by saw cash being thrown out the window of a truck that was being described as the one that fled the scene. I don't get why he did that. Well, well, I mean, he's Trust clearly me. not a mental giant here, but I'm just saying, like, why would you be like, hey, I've already committed one crime. Can you get me tagged on another one, please? He's a moron. Well, authorities quickly ran the plate, and sure enough, it came back that, well, he could be there. And the reason was because he was flagged as a person of interest because he was currently wearing a ankle monitor because he has already been in trouble numerous times according to state records he's been in trouble for drug offenses driving without a valid license resisting arrest and other stealing offenses so the authorities put in a call said can you tell us where he is uh sir he's right in front of you leaving at a high rate of speed and by the way he was just inside the bank of america that was robbed sure enough it was him. Authorities quickly then pulled him over where he admitted to everything and said he was proving a point to his lover. When they asked him what Which is po- what? His girlfriend. They no, asked I him, know, but what? What was the point? He didn't have an answer. 
He was quickly arrested and taken to jail. I'm sure that I'm a complete moron, not just half a moron she thinks I am. I should mention that the birth certificate of his was still in the truck with the ransom note on the back. So. Now, here's a, here's a tip if you're thinking about doing something like this. Use somebody else's birth certificate. Give him the old shaky shake. Yeah, the old Carolina swap. Mm-hmm. That's but, not bad. Yeah. Look, I'm always, you know, one step ahead. By the way, Kelly Wood, do not uh, condone any no. sort of robbing. You'll get caught anyway. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, you know, if you got, if you have to use a birth certificate, maybe use somebody else's. Good idea. All right. Let's give this one a score, shall we? Come what? on. Um, robbing a bank in general is trashy. Seems trashy. So I'm going to give that 200 points right out the gate. There's like 7,000 cameras in there. Yeah. And you're going to get caught. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to get caught. Has anybody successfully robbed a bank and never been caught? Maybe it, eight people in history? The fact that you mentioned that, though, I think it's something like 70% of bank robberies do go unsolved. Oh, good to know. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> I passed like four on my way home. By the way, I just made that number up, so that could be totally wrong. Christmas is on me, guys. <laughs> All right, so we got 200 points. Uh, writing a note down on your birth certificate. It's trashy. Big time. That's dumb and trashy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around calling his girlfriend and say, reporting your truck stolen. I do not get it. Well, that way, if the truck is stolen, then it couldn't have been him inside the truck. Oh, He was my trying gosh. to do the Carolina shaky, if you will. Oh, the old swap swap. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we call that a Memphis meetup. <laughs> That's a very different thing. <laughs> I'm afraid to Google that, quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have he's doing this all with an ankle monitor on. Mm-hmm. Man, that is trashy. That's the coup de gras. What else? Oh, he was arrested. Arrested again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having multiple warrants out for your arrest. We always say that that's trashy. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I think I got a good score. Here. Come on. <laughs> People uh, texting him. How do you spell meat? Don't. Uh, it doesn't. Either Not that way. Kind of show. Either way, you're going to end up at the same destination. All right. Today, our birth certificate ransom note writing gentleman <laughs> earns himself a respectable nine hundred. 25 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. This morning is an absolute mess. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I don't even have your mic on, Wood. Yeah, there you go. Who would have thought that some little beeps added to some songs? It's crazy, it, but I mean, it, it, radio's on nothing but beeps and tones. Right, that's right. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Edna, after hanging up on her, I don't know, six, seven times that in happens. a row, we finally got it all figured out. Edna, are you there? I am here. Poor Edna, we've had you on hold for like 45 minutes. Stay with us, Edna. All right, so. Oh, we got nothing better to do anyway. I played our intern this song right here. Now there's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One in the park as well. Will he be able to finish the lyrics to that song? Nah, he's just a young pup. He won't know it. <laughs> he is pretty young. All right, let's see. All right, AJ, finish the lyrics to this Christmas classic. Now there's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One in the park as well. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Well, no, that was the beginning, man. That's the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here is the actual lyrics. Uh, now there's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One in the park as well. The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. I just decided to jump ahead. <laughs> All right, Edna, you're doing good. Yeah. We couldn't ice the kicker okay. on this one. <laughs> All right. Keep it up. So you just got to get two out of three. Here's the next one I played for him. Will he know the lyrics to this one? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. This year. Will he be able to finish that one? 
I'm going to give him a little credit and think he might know that one. Okay, let's see. Older. Let's see, Edna. Whoops, whoops, there we go. <laughs> All right, AJ, let's see if you can do better on this one. This one's a little more modern. me from tears i'll give it to someone special you gave him such a lead up into it yeah give my yeah. cat the song <laughs> too much rhythm <laughs> all right hey, so he got that one. one you got you actually she got two out of three would you like to see if you can do a clean sweep this morning we sure don't want to hang up on edna again well try not to hang up on edna um <laughs> Let's see if you can do a clean sweep. I played him this song right here. Run, run, Rudolph. Santa's gotta make it to town. Will he be able to finish the lyrics on that one? Nah, no, he won't. You don't think so? Let's see. All right, let's see if Edgar can have a clean sweep this morning. Now, this is an older one, AJ, but this is one of my favorites, okay? Okay. Let's see if you know this one. Something's hurry to you make it to the freeway down. <laughs> Something. You know what? You didn't get it right, but man, that was a hell of a try. <laughs> Here's the actual lyric. Run, run, Rudolph. Santa's gotta make it to town. Close. Yeah. Santa make him hurry, tell him he can take the freeway down. Dang. You were close. I was dude. close. Was... That was better than I thought you'd do. <laughs> Well, Edna, after us hanging up on you five times, <laughs> you finally won the intern's lunch. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. This morning, Wood had to explain why joking around about the Ohio State-Michigan game is no joking matter. It's not. I got to keep my mouth shut. And stay in my lane. When and it I gave you a little background. It's why it matters so a much. A little background? Oh, I almost got a little... I almost got a little verklempt. You got choked up. And uh, by the way, it wasn't a little background. It was about 15 minutes of background. I apologize. <laughs> Tell me more about PM Dawn. Oh, no one even knows what that is. <laughs> um, but listen, if you look, Wood's passion is addicting, and you'll hear it right now in our bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Staring down the barrel of a holiday weekend, man. And one of the greatest weekends of the year. Because of? Football. Come on, man. I know. And I, I need to bring something to the table. Right, have you called? Have you cooled your jets from yesterday yet? No, I haven't. And this, hey, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to preface this by saying this: this is not a radio bit. This is not us being over the top because, oh, look how zany we are. Mm-mm. This actually happened yesterday. I literally tried to bring you in to my circle of life yesterday. Now, if you're a first time listener. You maybe don't know that I don't care about sports at all. Correct. It doesn't It doesn't even ping on my radar. Unless it's like the Vikings and they're doing really well, then I'll watch. But I love football. It's a huge part of your life. It truly... And not I've, even That's not even hyperbole. It really is a huge part of your life. And I've talked about like how football is almost like borderline religion in my family and the fact of... We get around football as a family. Right. Like, when we get together as family, it's usually football is at the epicenter. All of this I respect. Right. All of it I respect. I've told you this. I respect it. And I'm trying to tell you yesterday what this weekend means to me. Now, if you don't know, and that's okay, 
Right. This weekend is Ohio State, Michigan. Treat everyone as me who doesn't know what's going on. And allow me to explain to you why this weekend means so much. And if you're like, I don't like football either, like Kelly, trust me, I let, just goes, hear me out. It goes deeper than fo- way deeper than football. It truly does. If you're born in Ohio or Michigan, like this weekend is different for you. Mm-hmm. What, I would have likened it to, you know how you from northern Minneapolis have such a connection to Prince? North Minneapolis, not northern Minneapolis. Whatever, don't care. North side represent. Yes, I do. And you always will work Prince into any conversation, no matter what. <laughs> Anybody who grew up on the North Side does that. Exactly. Now imagine if someone felt that strongly about Eric Clapton and then would tell you that Prince sucks. And then you guys would have a battle to see who is better, Prince okay. or Eric Clapton. You're, one, you're not being fair right now. Because oh. I never I never said that anything sucked. I was just laughing at how you were acting. Right. I'm not even blaming. I'm not putting that on you. I'm just telling you, like, this is what it is. Because when you're born in Ohio, it's Ohio State versus Michigan. And it encompasses everything. I, to this day, remember, I had a second grade teacher, Miss Burke, who is a Michigan fan. And she hung a Michigan flag in our classroom in Columbus, mind you. Why do you say Michigan? That's how it's said. It's a G. There's a G in there. Let me speak, Michigan, please. And there's a she hung this class. And when I was growing up as a little kid, Michigan beat Ohio State all the time. Their fans are the most arrogant knobs <clears throat> on earth. Michigan likens itself to like Harvard of the Midwest, and even like Gopher fans Boy, understand. Even Gopher fans understand like how elitist Michigan fans are. Like Ohio State fans can be a little over the top when when it comes to football. Right. But Michigan fans think they're they're arrogant about everything. A Michigan fan doesn't show up and drink Budweiser. Like if you're at a bar and a Michigan fan showed up, they don't walk in and order a Bud Light at the bar. Well, they get they order a beer that no one's heard of, <laughs> and then they insult the bar for not having this <laughs> super elitist beer. That's odd to me because Michigan doesn't seem like that kind of place. Like you got Detroit, you know, like. But Michigan is above all of this, and they wow, look okay. down upon. And so, like now, I'm starting to hate them. When you grew up as an Ohio's, like if you were born in the uh, at the at the hospital at the Ohio State University, yes. which is like the big hospital in Columbus, okay. you're given a blanket that says beat Michigan as a little baby. Mm-hmm. It is like ingrained into you. So when I grew up there, Michigan beat up on Ohio State. And Michigan fans rub it in your face all the time. I grew wouldn't up. Wouldn't you do that, though, if your team was winning? Wouldn't you rub it in their face? Absolutely. Okay. And that comes with winning. But I grew up with like this hatred. And if you're an Ohio kid and you go to Michigan... You're viewed as a traitor, and, and vice versa as well. Because, like, Charles Woodson. Uh, it, so this weekend, college game day is coming to Columbus, okay, which is a big deal. And Desmond Howard is on that show. Now, Desmond Howard, from Cleveland, went to Michigan. Okay. He will be booed every time he is even remotely. And he's okay with it. Like, he flicks off the crowd. He plays into it. He knows it. And he's Charles Woodson, another Ohio kid. Now, this goes back. Give me a little more space here. Hey, you got the floor, G. Have you ever heard of the Toledo War? No. It was an actual war between the states of Ohio and Michigan. For what? uh, There's a strip of land that encompassed Toledo that both states believed that they owned. Okay. And they actually went to war. When Ohio State and Michigan first started playing football, people were still alive that were there for that war. Okay. So, I mean, it, it is really that part there's a store in toledo that we would go to 
It's it's a big warehouse. They sell Ohio State, Michigan stuff. There's a door you go in if you're a Michigan fan. I've seen that before. And that side's all Michigan, and there's a door you go into for Ohio State fan, and that side's all Ohio State. I've seen that on, like, if I just happen to be watching football or something. And they have separate registers, so you don't have to cross over so, and pay for the other side. So the other state doesn't get your money. Woody, Woody Hayes is a legendary coach at Ohio. He would have the team bus stop in Toledo and fill up with gas because he didn't want to give the state of Michigan any tax revenue when they would have to go up to Michigan. If you're Ohio State, you don't even say the word Michigan. You call it the team up north. I, I, so I, okay. Seriously, like the, the, it is like ingrained in you. I will not... My best friend in the world, I've known this kid longer than I've known my wife. I've known him longer than more than half a mile. He's a Michigan fan. I won't talk to him this week. <laughs> I won't talk to him. I have nothing to say to him. Our boss is a Michigan fan. I, and I... I he was getting under my skin he, yesterday. He got, a, he got a couple fresh ones in the meeting yesterday. And, and the fu- that's the thing. It, it, it gets to the point where, like, if you watch that game on Saturday, which it will be the most watched college football game of the year. Well, the funny is. thing is you got even me wanting to watch it, and I don't care at all who wins. And I'm like, man, I might watch this this weekend. It is the chippiest football game. After every whistle, there, there's usually a fight in the game. And I'm not, like, condoning it, but it's... Emotions run high. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you watch other football games when the game's over. You know, the players come out and they, you know, fight because they've played with each other. They've known each other. Right. That doesn't happen in this game. The the players literally, truly do not like each other in this game. This is is as close as you're going to get to hatred. Now, may I say something? Your level of anger at me yesterday for not understanding your level of anger Mm -hmm. was where it got ridiculous. Because I was just like, yeah, I don't get it. Other people's accomplishments don't mean that much to me. But it's not. But see, now, that, see, that's where the mistake is. It's not other people's accomplishments. It is in. Like, I have Ohio tattooed on my arm. Everybody I thinks wear, it's weed. I wear. <laughs> yes, I, I have, think it's marijuana leaves. I wear Ohio when you're when you're part of that. Like, it's ingrained in you. Like, uh, Minnesota has ten thousand lakes. Yes, Wisconsin has cheese curds. Yes, Ohio has Ohio State. Like when John Stewart did a live show there once, he even said to me. When you're born, does everyone get an Ohio State hoodie in this state? It's it's everywhere. And it has the largest uh, alumni base in the country, uh, if I believe as well. Ohio State does. It's it's a big deal, man. I, I believe you that it's a big deal. I just can't get there. I, I just can't get there with you. I respect it, but you need to stop getting mad at me because I can't get there. Well, you were like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll root for Michigan. If you do that, honest to God, like that's betrayal <laughs> in my book. Like, Mark texted in, go blue. And that's yeah. fine. If you want to root for Michigan, that's fine. But for someone who has no horse in the race, <laughs> and you're going to root against me just to root against me, that's spitting in my family's Only face. Only because I loved watching you get twisted up yesterday when I, was, when I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll root for Michigan. And then I said, well, I'll just root for who is ever winning. I like to root for winners. No, man. <laughs> if uh, Chris Spielman, was, he's an Ohio kid. He had it down. He had an offer to go to Michigan and had an offer to go to Ohio State. Was a great football player. He came out, he, he decided, I'm going to go to Michigan. He went to his dad, said, Dad, I'm going to go to Michigan. Yeah. He said, go back in your room and don't come out. And he came. So ridiculous. He said he went back in. He said, okay. so ridiculous. Went to Ohio State, became an All-American. Ended up playing in Detroit for the Lions for many years. But it's, I, it's, it's so hard. It would be like if I tried to explain to you what the color red is. Unless you're in it, unless you go through it, you just don't get it. Right. 
Mark said he wants to chime. Mark, call up. We'll put you on hold real quick, and we'll talk to you. We'll, we'll get you on here in a second. Mark Don't said he wants dare. to chime in. Don't you dare. Mark, please call in. I, I can't answer the phone right this second because I can't get you on the air, but I can put you on hold, and then we can get you on the air. Because so. he's a Michigan fan, and that's just, you, you don't <laughs> understand. Well, that's the thing, too. I got to be careful because you're going to you're gonna come unglued if we get this Mark guy on the air here. I won't. I just, for the past year, so Michigan hadn't won for years. They finally won last year, and their players have done nothing but talk trash this entire year have been insulting. Desmond Howard talked trash to CJ Stroud on the Heisman ceremony. It's it's gonna be ugly come Saturday. Mary And if they lose, God help me. Mary, I'm with you. She says, Good morning, guys. Sounds like sports politics to me. Simmer down, Wood. <laughs> but it's different than politics. Like politics is something that, you know, you have like an ideal. You're born into this. Yeah. You don't choose this. This chooses you. <laughs> Skip the best part of, the, of Ohio or the Mud Hens. I, the Toledo Mud Hens aren't bad. They're I don't even local, know what that is. They're a Triple A baseball team in Toledo. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, Wood. Hey, so you know what I'm going to be doing on Saturday? I do know what you're going to be doing, and, and and I'll probably watch, and I will I will throw my my love behind Ohio for you, sir. Thank. You. And by the way, if you're one of these listeners who's like, hey, I'll text Wood if Ohio State loses, like on Facebook, and think it's funny, <laughs> it's not. it's not funny. I Wood was genuinely upset with me yesterday because I was I'm I'm me and I'm laughing about it. And in our meeting, in our station meeting yesterday, you were upset. It's not funny. It's not funny, man. It's, it's not funny. It's it'd be if I spit on Prince for you. I but I'll I never do that to you. But I wouldn't get mad. Art is subjective. Just football like, ain't, brother. Football ain't. <laughs> Football's buckle up and hit the other guy as hard as you can. <laughs> Should we do something? Come on now. Let's do some history, man. And I, I, I thank you for everyone for letting me. I never, we never talk sports. On no, I, but you're so passionate about sports. I, I enjoy hearing it. It does. I just can't get there with you. It just means so much. Like I can't wait to have my son because my son's really starting to get into football. Like I honestly, I'm borderline like tearing up thinking about watching that game with my son. Yeah, because I, dude, I watched it with my dad, yes. and I remember watching it with my grandfather and being an Ohio State Michigan fan. I just, it's something that. My son will watch football with his son. Yeah. And if I do my job right, this Ohio State-Michigan game is going to mean as much to them as it does me, man. And it's just, it's different. I respect it. I respect it. I just can't get there with you. Mm. So don't get mad at me. And you're all, hey, Mm -hmm. I tear up every single day in here. You do the same, my friend. Go Bucks, man. Now let's let's do some history, shall we? This is this isn't gonna even come close now. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for stealing my thunder. We'll get it there. Hey, Wood in 1889, the jukebox was box was invented. All right. On this day. I don't know what was in it in 1889 because I don't even think records existed yet in 18. Well, was like that one, great sound effect <laughs> that really added to the story. Well, I, what am I supposed to do now? Mm. Now I just gotta muddle through here. Everything, I, everything I'm doing seems stupid now. I don't get I don't get passionate about much. On this day in 1990, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at how stupid this all seems now, what I'm doing. On this day in 1993, the Food Network made its debut. You guys get it. You know what I need? I need you riding shotgun. I'm on my way to Flavortown. This is Donner's Drive-Its and Dives. So that was in 1993. We got the Food Network. You know, we joke, but honestly, the Food Network... Has some fun shows. Oh, I love the Food Network. And I absolutely love it. I'll be real with you. I would love to go on Chopped. I think I could get I could get past the first round in Chopped. I don't think so, dude. I could. Chopped is a phenomenal... That's one of my favorite shows on television, even. But the, when they're like, all right, here's a you know a squid head and this and that, mm-hmm. and then, then now we're going to take all your utensils from you. I don't think you can handle the pressure. I, I'm not I've winning you, it. I've seen you under pressure. 
I, I've seen you under pressure. It's not a pretty sight. I'm not winning it, but I'm getting past the first round. You, you would be the first person excluded from chop for fist fighting. <laughs> Alton Brown would catch a few fresh <laughs> Why don't you like it? You, you sanctimonious asshole. Just goes to commercial. Uh, and then on this day in 1991, this is actually kind of a sad one. You and I agree this is one of the best songs of all time. Uh, in my money, this is the greatest song of all time. Really? It is. To me. I absolutely love this song. Anyway, this is kind of a sad note. In 1991, Freddie Mercury confirmed that he had AIDS. He died the next day. Well, and it was rumored for a while that he wasn't doing well. Right. And that was the one thing I didn't like in that Queen movie, which was I thought was really well done. I still haven't seen that one. Where he's like walking out and like somebody sees him walking out of an AIDS clinic and then he does like a sing thing and then he dies. And like, like walking out of the AIDS clinic? Yeah. And I, right. I don't know if that happened, but... I don't think so. I, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. He was like the first... I mean, Magic Johnson was the first like mega celebrity, but I think... Excuse me. I think Freddie Mercury was the first one to like die of AIDS. I think you're right. Like, okay, wow. Like this is a real deal here. Right. Yeah. So kind of sad moment there. But uh, yeah, that's just one of the best songs ever. Um, all right, let's do a few birthdays real quick, shall we? Come one? on. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. I came in like a Miley Cyrus. And so I've always said... I wish that Miley Cyrus wouldn't have felt like she needed to go so sexual and dirty. Like she's incredibly talented. This voice is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Who knows what goes on? You know, maybe they're like, you got to be sexy to get the attention. I don't know what it was, but I always felt like she could have just rested on her talent, and that was it. Well, you see it often because like they have to go because she was that Hannah Montana, the little yeah. pop, and then it's like, well, you got to break the mold of all that. So maybe so far. But she, her voice is phenomenal. She does a song with Stevie Nicks. Like, I think it's... Oh, big, yeah. Is it like the cover of Edge of 17 or something, something like, like that? Something like that, yeah. Her vocally... She's up there with like Adele and all that stuff. Yeah. Her her range is amazing. Yeah. Well, how old is she today? She's gonna be twenty nine. Ah, you're close, my friend. She's one year older than that. She's the ripe old age of thirty today. Okay. God, all that success by thirty. Good for her. That'd be amazing. Her dad looks like a scarecrow now, though. He, he's got a. There's some pictures going around where I'm just like, what the hell? Well, is he going needs on somebody there? else to release a hit song that he can jump on. Because <laughs> his, his career, his daughter's not doing it. Uh, can Old I t- mix this with Achy Breaky Hearts? <laughs> Old Town Road is kind of fading out a little bit, so <clears throat> he needs a, someone else to come out with a hit. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Snooky. Every time I try and steal a beer, Danny catches me. If I want to have a beer, I'm allowed to have a beer. This isn't like law school. This is a t-shirt shop. Talk about a train wreck. Yeah, hey. I, I've never watched an episode of that, and I'm very proud of that. I fact. always thought Snooki was cute, though, because she had a little bit of trashiness to her, which I kind of did. A little bit, <laughs> sir? A little bit? She liked to drink, which I find attractive. <laughs> she shows up with like a hepatitis shot sticking out of her arm. Perfect. She's cured. She's like, I, I don't know, like 46? 46? I literally have no idea. Dude. My girl Snooky only thirty five today. No way. <laughs> she's only caught her in half and count the rings. There's no, no she's way. Had a rough, she's had a rough stretch of highway, my friend. Yeah. You know, you can't drink at work and what? expect to look young. What does she do now? Like, there's no way she's uh, showing up in southern well, they, cars. They brought back the Jersey Shore for a hot second. Of course they did. What and they were all like and she has kids now and she's kind of she's calmed down a lot. Okay. But you know, back in the day, like I was like, Oh man, I love a girl like that. It's just kind of trashy and wants to drink all the time. Good. God. Yeah, I had real high aspirations in my, in my late 20s, early 30s. Moving on. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. 
opinion, this is one of the best songs of all time. Bruce Hornsby in the range. Okay, I thought this was Tupac. Well, Tupac did use this one, but... Who's Bruce Hornsby? Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. Jen Leverins, can you believe what Wood just said? Who's Bruce Hornsby? Um, kind of. This He's the one who did this song. That's just the way it is. I am. This is brand new information to me. I am flabbergasted by your ignorance right I, now. <laughs> I have no. I literally couldn't tell you who Fine. this not, is. You know, don't even guess. Seventy-seven. No, he's not that old. Eighty-seven. You know what? There would be no Tupac song without this song. <laughs> yeah, Tupac needed Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> I said Tupac song. Now, now I'm upset. Ninety-nine. This, this is my Ohio State. <laughs> 27. I, I will say this, though. I was probably the only dude in his 20s rocking, driving around, subwoofers in the trunk, loud stereo, bumping this. Get a job. I guarantee you, you were the only one. I had my two 12-inch earthquake subs. I had a 2,000-watt amp and a little Chevy Corsica. And here comes Kelly. No girl with Kelly notice. I didn't need a girl. I had Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> That was all the love I needed. <laughs> He's 68 today. Sure, whatever. Oops, oh, I, oops, I just deleted our little buzzer sound. Oh, well, you better get all the ages right from here on out, because that's the only sound effect we have now. I'm on it. I don't have the budget to rebuy that buzzer. Um, all right. So, that being said, hmm. it's your birthday. T- oh, my God, we are so late. That's fine. You can tell we're going into a holiday weekend. Jen's going to be late now, getting back to her news. Uh, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. Bruce Hornsby, if you're listening, I got your back, brother.